Ever wonder what separates cloud innovators? Find out. Download the Deloitte U.S. Future of Cloud Survey Report, closing the cloud strategy, technology, and innovation gap at Deloitte.com slash U.S. slash cloud survey. Deloitte. Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. This is the happy hour. You guys going to happy hour? Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. <laughs> Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome in. Happy Wednesday. This is the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sanert and Enrique Alvarez Clary with you as usual. What's up, Rico? Hello. Ah, uh, program. Dang. Hello. My bad, man. No, you're fine. I should check it. That's all right. How's it going? It's going. It's going. Not fantabulous. Yeah. It's going. I hear you. All right. So, 402 464 5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Heyman text line, both those open for you guys as usual. Once your guys' participation, you guys have been great all day. Um, once again, that number, 402-464-5685, Honda Lincoln Hotline, Starter Heyman, text line. Um, you can also join us on the video stream, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Uh, leave your comment there. We'll incorporate your participation that way. Um, also hit us up on our personal Twitters, Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. All right, so before we get too far um, into this and and – I promise, don't change the channel. Like we're, we got a good show for you guys today. A little bit of news came out about Husker baseball. Um, some roster changes today. Um, quite a few. So we'll we'll talk about that here in a couple minutes. We'll also be joined by Chris Baznet of the Lincoln Journal Star here at two thirty to talk Husker football and a little Husker baseball. Um, now with the little newsworthy pieces coming out from Haymarket Park and Wilbolt squad. So we'll discuss that here in a little bit. But first, let's go ahead and and, and address the the Uvalde. Um, stuff going on there and DP really summed it up well this morning and people may get mad that we're still talking about it on our fifth show uh, of the day Um, but that's kind of the the problem is if if you kind of get frustrated about it Um, you shouldn't kind of want to stop talking about it Um, and and you should you can't get mad about somebody mentioning it Um, and and DP has given me and Rico the, the hour from two to three to talk about what we feel is important whether that's sports or whether that's not sports and and I, I think I speak for me and Rico 
um, when we say we believe that this is extremely important to mention and just discuss just for a couple minutes. Um, like I said, DP summed it up really, really well this morning. Mm-hmm. And if you missed any of that, you can check that out at the podcast page. Um, and, and I know this is a sports talk radio station, and, and we'll have those folks that, that say, you know, quote, stick to sports and, and things like that. But believe it or not, um, if you want to play that card, Steve Kerr did kind of mention a pretty powerful message and, and delivered one yesterday after the Golden State Warriors shoot around. And, and here's that for you. I'm not going to talk about basketball. Nothing's uh, happened with our team in the last six hours. We're going to start the same way tonight. Um, any basketball questions uh, don't matter. Um, since we left shoot around, 14 children were killed 400 miles from here. And a, and a teacher. And in the last 10 days, we've had elderly black people killed in a supermarket in Buffalo. We've had Asian churchgoers killed in Southern California. And now we have children murdered at school. When are we going to do something? I'm tired. I'm, I'm so tired of getting up here and offering condolences to, to the devastated families that are out there. I'm so tired of the, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm tired of the moments of silence. Enough. It's what we do every week. So I'm fed up. I've had enough. We're going to play the game tonight. But I want every person here, every person listening to this, to think about your own child or grandchild or mother or father or sister or brother. How would you feel if this happened to you today? We can't get numb to this. We can't sit here and just read about it and go, well, let's have a moment of silence. Yeah, go Dubs, you know. Come on, Mavs, let's go. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go play a basketball game. It's pathetic. I've had enough. And Steve Kerr walks out. So, um, I, I, I'll, I'll be 100% transparent with you guys. I cut out some of what he said because he mentions, you know, 50 senators in Washington, things like that. But my whole thing on this, um, I'm not going to sit behind this microphone and, and pretend to know all the bills that senators are voting on in Washington. I'm not going to sit behind this, this microphone, talk to you guys, and pretend to know about politics be, because – this isn't necessarily about politics. It's not whether you're Republican or Democrat, whether you're you're conservative. I, I don't care. Like I, I really don't. I'm sorry, and, and I don't. I don't. I'm not speaking for Rico on this because super touchy subject. And this is not about to be a political show. Like we're not. We're not making this that. Because once again, I'm not going to pretend to know that I know. I, I'm sorry to burst your, uh, p- a political bubble, but I, I don't care if you're if you're a Republican or Democrat. I don't, I don't care. Because at the end of the day, and I know people love when I say that, at the end of the day, not one single person will be able to sit here or tell me with a straight face that what happened yesterday wasn't insanity. And that it's okay, that we can just shrug that off. So how we started this, whether you're, you're mad that we're not sticking to sports, well, now it crossed over to sports. Because an NBA coach publicly said how tired and frustrated he is about moments of silence every couple weeks. That he is tired of walking up and giving condolences to families every couple weeks. So, if you, I guess if there's people out there that, that want us to stick to sports and want to play that card, well, there you go. We just crossed over into it. Because it does. 
Because what happened yesterday, what's happened the last couple weeks, should involve and, and bother and frustrate the hell out of everybody. It's something that we as quality human beings shouldn't be able to just shrug off our shoulders and move on with our lives. That's, that's my thought on it. Once again, don't care about politics. Do not care. However, as quality human beings, I don't care how you feel about gun control. I, I, I don't. Because what happened yesterday was straight insanity. So this is not a political discussion, but this is just kind of an awareness discussion. As maybe we should all be better human beings. And DP summed it up extremely well this morning. Extremely well. So with that, Rico, anything to add? I, I really have, have nothing else to add. You you did a great job. DP's done a great job. I just know that me, myself, my wife, when we heard about that last night, well, earlier, last night we were sitting at home. KJ had just gone to sleep. Ellie was asleep on the couch. We just... Grabbed her. She's she's two. She's turning three this year. She'll be in school in a couple of years. We just sat on the couch for about half an hour, just holding her. Well, it's like it's like just little things like that. Just I can't things. imagine what those parents are going through. What what the what the parents of the teachers, what the parents of the kids are going through right now. I can't imagine losing my kid, sending my kid to school with a smile, telling her. One of the kids, it was his birthday. Mm-hmm. He said he was terrified that, you know, little kid thoughts. He was terrified he wasn't going to be able to go home and eat his cake. Like, so, it's it's just, these are little kids. This shouldn't be, they shouldn't be doing active shooter drills. They mm-hmm. shouldn't, they shouldn't have to wonder about where they're going to hide in their classrooms or if their teacher is going to hold the door shut for them so they can escape out windows or, or whatever. Like these are little kids that should just be going to school, learning about the alphabet, learning how to how to multiply, how to divide, how to how to add, subtract, learning about you know different states and capitals and trees and birds and, and all these kinds of animals. They shouldn't have to worry about this. You shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to put metal detectors at at your at the front of your school. You shouldn't have twenty different police officers at your school. It doesn't. It doesn't need to be this way. It so, really doesn't. So 402-464-5685, as you guys can imagine. And, and me and Rico knew that bringing this up would, would cause some reaction on the text line. And, and we, we've gotten quite a bit of it. Um, we have this. I'm, I'm going to keep names out of this. Kerr is a fraud. Um, they talk about gun law. Once again, uh, we're, we're talking about other, um, talking about gun violence and, and things like that. Um, unnamed Texter says this. I honestly did not want to listen to this again, but I think you guys did great. Um, Jeremy says this, what does political stance have to do anything with it? It was a terrible act, um, done by a terrorist, terrorist. Um, like once again, this was not me trying to bring up engagement with the text line. Like I, I, I value opinions and I am, I'm a big proponent of the ability to have a conversation, the ability to disagree and still do it in a respectful way. And so, I'm all for that. But once again, I, I will reiterate this if you're just now joining me. I am I personally, Nick Sainter, am not going to sit behind this mic and act like I know all the bills that are being voted on in Washington. I'm not going to sit behind this mic and, and tell you guys or, or make you guys feel like I know everything about politics because I don't. I don't. 
And maybe that's maybe that's bad on my part, and it's bad that I'm admitting that, but I don't. Because it's a really messy situation. But what happened yesterday, not politics, just awareness of being quality human it doesn't, beings. It doesn't matter what side of the political aisle you land on. Everybody agrees that this was terrible. Yeah. This was a terrible event carried out by, by a terrible, terrible human being with terrible intents. Uh, and it just, it, it shouldn't happen. It doesn't have to happen. Yeah. So, um, unnamed texter DP did not block you. You're good. He did not block you. Uh, Ryan from Nashville says, I can't even focus right now. Thank you for this. Bipolar says this. I hope you block anyone that tells you to stick to sports today. Thank you for addressing. And, and I did not want to take this whole hour. We're not taking this whole hour. Um, because once again, I'm not, I don't know a solution. I, I wish I did. I, I don't know a solution. And that's why I kind of blocked out some of the things that Steve Kerr did say about, he mentioned senators, he mentions all 50 cent, like voting. Listen, that's why I blocked it out because that message was still powerful enough and it still meant the same things without those comments. Even if you believed they were true or believed them to be false. So I wanted to cross over and and say to the people that do think we need to stick to sports it does cross over and this affects way more than the families so um with that being said all right 402-464-5685 let's go to husker baseball hard transition hard transition here we wanted to mention that though once again we'll be joined by chris bazinet of the lincoln journal star here in a couple minutes talk husker baseball so some news came out from Husker baseball early, just a little bit ago. A lot of transfers, and I kind of mentioned this. I alluded to this earlier this week. Um, we really did, didn't we? We did. So unfortunately, unfortunately, it talked about how kind of after a season that Nebraska baseball had, you you kind of expect some attrition, right? And. It was more of the fact, like, I brought up the name of Max Anderson. Like, you really hope that a guy of Max Anderson's caliber does not dip. And and I don't think he will. Um, but you wonder, what about pitching? Because there were some guys that just didn't pan out. And what about some guys that may have had a good year in 2021, but didn't follow it up with a, with a strong year in 2022? What happens to those guys, right? Well, it was announced a little bit ago that five Huskers have entered the portal as of Wednesday. Excuse me, six, six. now. There was, there was another one. There's another one. I was going to say there was one so, more. So there's six. Yesterday, Leighton Banjoff announced that he's going to be entering the portal. Today, infielder Jack Style, outfielder Tyler Palmer, and three pitchers, Braxton Bragg, Ethan Bradford, and Quinn Mason, have all entered the transfer portal from Nebraska. Now... Obviously, Jack Style is is a pretty big one. Um, saw some time at first base. However, the most prominent is probably Braxton Bragg, who is a junior from Kansas City. Uh, he's a right-handed pitcher, settled in kind of as the closer in this year's squad. Um, he saved. He had five saves this season, compiled a 3.28 ERA, struck out 37 while walking just eight batters in 35 and two-thirds innings pitched. Um, so big loss in, in terms of Braxton Bragg, because once again, we look at what Nebraska may return next year and it is questionable whether or not Shea Shannon is going to be returning. You don't know what the status of Kyle Perry is going to be. 
You don't know what their bullpen's going to look like with Colby Gomez and, and whether or not he's going to be able to be a, a guy you can trust on the mound like it was in years past. Um, you don't know how you feel. Obviously, Jacob Buns was injured. You have no idea. And then you look at starters, and like I said, Kyle Perry, Shea Shanneman are up there um, as guys that could come back, but you don't know what the status of them are going to be like. And then you're going to have to replace Dawson McCarville, and more than likely, Nebraska's had to do that the last couple of years. They went out and got Chance Roach a couple of years ago, who filled in nicely as a day two guy um, behind Cade Povich and in front of Shea Shanneman last year, or two years ago now. But now Dawson McCarville struggled this year and was actually taken out of the rotation at times. And so there, there's a lot of uncertainty. Now they have a big, they have 17 guys coming in via the or via the uh, transfer portal slash recruiting class next year. So a lot of potential, mm-hmm. and you still a lot got, of youth. You still got the young guys on your roster that didn't pan out that well, that, or at least didn't have very good seasons, uh, entire seasons. So you've got talent on the roster that you hope you can develop into talent on the field to help you turn around what was a, a disappointing season. And like you said, 17 transfers slash recruits coming in uh, to help bolster the roster. It's just going to come down to can those guys come in and help you right away. Exactly. And so, um, in- interesting take here on the text line. Unnamed texture says this, half the starters won't be starters next year. The only meaningful transfer is Braxton Bragg. The rest don't really matter. Um, it's it's interesting. That's, I, I, I'm not necessarily going to agree with that. Um, however, they are all second or third year players. So when we talk about experience, whether you're, you're playing or not, like we talked about it last year, that a guy like... I bring up Logan Foster, who was a guy who had valuable time and was a starter mm-hmm. for multiple years at Texas A&M, transfers back to Nebraska, does not play, doesn't have a very good season his one year at Nebraska, is still valuable to the program in terms of leadership and in terms of a guy that's played SEC baseball for multiple years at a high level and now come back and, and is a leader, whether that's from the from the dugout or maybe on the field once every five games. Um, we, we saw that with last year with all the super seniors. Nebraska doesn't make a, a regional without all those super seniors. And that I know that's a a, a, a really generalized statement and a, and a really obvious statement, but we can't forget that. Like, Mojo Hagi may have not had the greatest year hitting last year, but him being there is valuable. A voice of a voice of yeah. reason, a voice of, of positive reinforcement and, and what it's it's the experience that you get, even if you're not playing, the experience you get from being on the team for five years and from playing, you know, in in one place and another place, you 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 get that. You can teach these guys, these new guys, how to travel, what to do, how to work out to improve their seasons, or or how to have better seasons. It's the experience that the older guys can impart, the the experience and wisdom that the older guys can impart onto the younger guys mm-hmm. that was missing from this this year's team. Yes, you still have you still have seniors. Yeah. It's not like you're missing seniors. You have seniors, but the five-year seniors that you had last year just had so much more just a wealth of knowledge to impart on, you know, this year's seniors, this year's juniors and what have you. So you're just going to have to hope that the experience that everybody got since a lot of people played this year yeah. due to injuries and 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 struggles on the field, a lot of people played this year, you're going to have to hope that the experience gained from actually getting on the field and playing can can 
be imparted on the younger guys or just the, the, the transfers coming in and having their first experience in their first year with Nebraska. Even if they're coming in from another Power 5 school or from a, from a JUCO or what have you, if they played college ball before, it doesn't matter. This is your first year at Nebraska. It's you, you, it's different. Learning how to get around campus, learning how to get to mm-hmm. practice, learning you know the traffic schedules. The, the things, if, if, things if, that we don't even yeah, think about. This, like, you think about the play on the field and all the workouts and everything. You also have to consider you know what buildings you have to go in for, for practice, who you're going to live, who's your roommate, you know, how long it's well, going to take you to get to practice. So with that, and 402-464-5685, a lot of good thoughts on the text line. We'll get to those here in a second. Um, what, what's interesting, even if these guys that were into the portal, like like the, the unnamed texter said, you know, half the starters won't be starters next year. Maybe that's true. And, and even if that is, like, the, like we were kind of addressing the leadership aspect, um, that just makes the decisions of a guy like Griffin Everett or Efri Cervantes carry that much more weight. Because this year, the problem was, and even talking to the coaching staff or talking to the players, it was, you know, maybe we just didn't, weren't as ready to lead as we thought we were. We Maybe we didn't understand how to lead like we thought we we knew already, like if that makes sense. Like, like that's just the, that's the truth. It, it just, it, it takes something special in a guy to be a leader. Knowing how to lead and learning how to lead yeah, are so, two different things. So maybe it was a case of they thought they were ready to lead, and then they got into the moment, and they were hit with adversity, and they thought maybe we weren't as prepared as we thought we were, or we thought we would like to be. And so that puts the weight on the decisions of a guy like Griffin Everett and a guy like E. Fry that could come back, and even Shea Shanneman and Kyle Perry as well, carry so much more weight than they did 48 hours ago is because now you lose a guy, especially in Braxton Bragg, especially in Jack Style, um, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be insane. Like it, they're they're gonna be some some heavy and important decisions coming up down the road. Uh, let's go ahead and get to break though. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. Wet blanket says, guys, it'll be fine if baseball is like any is anything like football and basketball. Players are better if they come from different programs anyway, or at least we think that every off season. <laughs> um, shout out to Wet Blanket. Love the love the sarcasm. The are, wet love blanket. it. Dusty says this isn't that a lot of attrition after one bad season following a conference championship? Yeah, it is a little bit, and it's probably not done yet. Like I would be. I mean, if you think about it, you also lost Tyler Palmer and. Um, Yes, or not Tyler Palmer. Yeah, Tyler Palmer and Jackson Jelkin throughout the season, or in the middle of the season, so you add two more names there. So they've lost a little bit in the last couple months, but they do have a big recruiting class coming in. And so we'll talk about that uh, with Chris Bazinet of the Lincoln Journal Star. We'll also mix in some Husker football discussion as well, because Stephon Wynn's here, Kane Williams is here, Marcus Washington is N. We'll talk about all that with Chris coming up next on Happy Hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.